Welcome to today's podcast. I wanted to tell you about Bright New Star because it's a, both a podcast and a website and it is growing into a phenomenal thing. There are so many people in the world, right? We've got over seven and a half billion people. The amazing thing is that each one of us is a child of God no matter how you look at it. So we have this whole community. And so what Bright New Star does is it gathers people from the community of the world. There will be people who speak from around the nation. There will be people who speak from around the world. There will be people who write from around the nation. There will be people who write from around the world. And what's so exciting is that it hits the youth. It hits adults. It hits those whose hearts desire to know truth and to know and understand principles. Because here's the reality. This is what I've found. And check yourself and see if you found it too. It's this. We are each called to do something in life. And often it's more than just one something. It's what I call a life's mission. But in order to do that, we have to understand truth. It makes things so much easier. So we learn about principles, which are fundamental truths. And as we seek out principles and incorporate them into our lives, our missions become clearer. The things that we have always desired to do become more in the grasp of our hands and our hearts. We are able to touch so many more because we are doing what we were born to do. So let me tell you a story. It kind of goes like this. Nine months ago, my family got into a car wreck and I got a pretty major concussion. At the time, oh, I remember driving thinking, I can't think straight. I don't know what's going on. Really, I probably shouldn't have been driving at that moment. But when you just get into a wreck, you don't always realize these things. Thankfully, I called my parents and I said, what just happened? And they kind of walked me through. I'd been in a couple of wrecks in my lifetime. Unfortunately, this is where a girl rear-ended us. Shortly thereafter, I ended up in the hospital. My daughter guided me to an urgent care clinic in Massachusetts, who then sent me by ambulance to the emergency room because they were really concerned about bleeding on the brain. I remember pieces of it. The reality is that my kids remember it much better than I do. And even a few days ago, my 10-year-old had a little notepad that some stranger kindly gave him to write in while his mom lay in the stretcher for four hours waiting for results to come back. And it turns out that, praise God, there was no bleeding on the brain. However, I have had serious repercussions. Then a couple of months later, I had been praying, what do I do, God, what do I do about this concussion, about my loss of words, about these headaches, about the fact that if I see a screen, it hurts so badly, about the fact that my capacity has just blown out the window, I heard this thought kind of go through my mind. And it was this, a little more needs to be shaken up. I thought, what in the world does that mean? 
And goodness gracious, a couple days later, a five pound vase fell on my head. And once again, I saw fireworks. Seeing fireworks or stars, however you want to explain it, it was like an explosion in your brain. It's no fun. But that second time that something hit my skull, it kind of rattled things around in a different way. And all of the sudden, some of my rough edges that I have just really done a fantastic job of holding on to, let go. It got knocked off. And that's kind of what life is about, right? It's knocking some of these rough edges off. All of a sudden, I could see things from an angle that before I never could see from, in part probably because I was so stubborn. And there is an advantage to being stubborn and to being determined because the reality is that's probably what pulled me through the first concussion. It's probably what pulled me through scarlet fever and so many other illnesses and injuries that I've had in my lifetime, which are crazy amounts. But there's always a two-edged sword, right? There's the good side and the bad side. And the stubbornness had made it so that I couldn't see all pieces in my life. And I suddenly could. I remember in November going back to my alma mater university sitting in the library because I used to go there and love researching. I would research Einstein. I would research the founding fathers. I would research different historians that just fascinated me. I studied biology in college. I love learning about the sciences. I love learning about life. And I love, oh, I love learning about history. But this time as I sat in the library, I just stared. I found some books that were really good, but I just stared ahead. And while I was staring ahead, trying to make sense of a world that, again, even though I could see from a different angle, it still didn't make sense to me, I had the thought come into my mind. Let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. And so that's what I'm doing today. And that is what I have done ever since my concussion. Number one, I do not recommend concussions. They're absolutely horrible things. But <laughs> bright side pieces of them include getting to learn things all over again and learning some of the basics at a different level has become a real opportunity and privilege in my life. I had a friend a few months ago say, wow, look at what you get to do. And at the time I thought, oh yeah, learning basics again is not what I was thinking I was going to do as a 39-year-old woman. However, I've started to see the point. There are deeper and further truths. The more you look, the more you study, the more you reach out, the more you talk to people. And then as you learn these further truths, these fundamental truths, these principles, again, you get to go out and reach out and touch others and seek out your missions. If you already know them, go forth and fulfill them. I remember one time when I was in Prague, I was at an outdoor market buying pastries. Turns out that the pastry shop in this outdoor market was owned by a man from Uzbekistan. He was a grandfather. And while there were two different cultures going on, right? And two different languages. He saw my mom, he saw my daughter, he saw me and he saw my sister and he got so excited. He started pointing to us and trying in this hand gestured way to express 
family, how important it was, how much he loved family and how he had his own family. He had his children and his grandchildren. He kind of showed us by moving his hands and counting out different heads and older and younger. In that moment, we connected. We connected on this beautiful principle called the joy of family. Because really, is family a fundamental truth? Do we not all come from a family? And do we not many of us have families? Even those who have lost or who have never known family had to have come from somewhere. And that is a fundamental truth. So as we go through this podcast series, what you will hear is many a time you will hear multiple people sharing their stories because I will seek you out. And not only will I seek you out, if you feel like you have something to share, come seek me out. Sometimes you're going to hear just me. There are experiences that I have been gifted with in this life that I would love to share. And the really neat thing is that the more we share with each other, the more we learn. And the more we learn, the more we reach out and fulfill what our destinies are with joy and with others. Do you remember that poem? No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. I remember reading that poem in a class in junior high. It has stayed with me ever since. Because the reality is no man is an island entire to himself. So... As we go along, the other pieces you will find are stories from the Bible that connect, stories from history that connect the principle, stories from people's lives that help connect and teach and share a principle. One story that I think of from the Bible is of Moses, of how, back to this poem, no man is an island entire of himself, there were times that Moses went up by himself to the mountain of the Lord to converse with God. And there were times he came down with the people, milled about with them, worked with them, was frustrated with them, found joy in them. I think of him as a young man when he killed the Egyptian. He was learning and he realized, oh goodness gracious, that was a bad idea, right? But in the process... Moses found his mission, and it was to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. That was a ginormous mission. And so he had Miriam. He had Aaron who helped him. It makes such a difference to have people in our lives who help us to find our mission, who help us to fulfill our mission. And as part of this podcast, I hope that you will start to find those people that you will start to find those stories that connect with your heart, that you will find God and yourself. And isn't that exciting? As we all have missions, wow, what a world we can make. And before we end, let me give one more principle. I call it the equal and opposite principle. It goes like this. There is always an opposite to whatever you seek. So if you seek good, you'll find more good. If you seek misery, you'll find more misery. As you've probably noticed, the newscasters, social media, so many outlets are full of hair on fire pieces, right? They're seeking out 
people who will keep reading them. And so they throw out these crazy things. And what I have found is that these hair on fire pieces, the world is ending, government is collapsing, people are dying. And not only that, but we're all going to hell in a handbasket. That to me is misery. What about if we look at the equal and opposite principle? The nurses who are at this time fighting for so many lives. What about the neighbors who are reaching out to each other? What about friends who are checking on each other? I have a friend who had a really sweet experience. She has the opportunity, we're going to call it. She has chosen to help her family by going back to work for a little bit in a way that she can. It's not been an easy choice for her. It's actually been really rough. But she wanted to serve and help her family and I think help her son see that it can be done. And do you know what happened? Yesterday, somebody dropped off $1,000 to her. Talk about a blessing. So are we looking for those pieces? Are we looking for the positives and the light that we can bring? Or are we looking for the hair on fire misery the world is ending tomorrow? And so my question that I leave you with today is which way are you looking? Are you looking for principles to help uplift in your own life and in your own mission? Or are you looking for the crazy world that spins out of control at all times? Because what you look for is what you will find. I so look forward to going on this journey with you.